Hello, everyone. Have you heard the Storage Investor Nation Summit coming October 7th to October 9th? It's a three-day information-packed event for self-storage investors with over 1,000 attendees and over 50 speakers. You'll hear from experts about finding deals, raising capital, underwriting strategies, selecting markets, and much more. I have been invited as one of the guest speakers to speak and present on my journey in multifamily and into self-storage. Go to storagesummit.com to grab your ticket and use promo code GRAYSTONE to get $100 off. Whether you are new to self-storage investing or seasoned investor, you don't want to miss this event. Join me at the Storage Investor Nation Summit. Visit storagesummit.com. Thank you. Welcome to the Building Wealth Through Commercial Real Estate Podcast, where we will discuss with industry experts on how to create wealth and build passive income from apartment buildings, self-storage, mobile home parks, and much more. Here is your host, Jonathan Way. Welcome to the Building Wealth Through Commercial Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Way, and I'm the founder of Grayson Capital Group, my investment firm. If you're interested in passively investing with us, please visit graystonecapgroup.com and join our investor network. Okay, and now on to the show. Hello, Jenny and Steve. Welcome to the show. Hey, Jonathan. Thanks for having us. Hey, Jonathan. Great. Great. Thank you for coming on the show. So if you mind, just tell a little about your background, how you got started in uh, multifamily real estate. Sure. Yeah. So uh, by background, I spent 13 years in corporate America working for a company called Procter & Gamble as a sales director, and then started accumulating uh, single family rentals just to generate some passive income uh, and eventually moved over to multifamily uh, about two years ago and to the point where I quit my job uh, in February of last year in 2020 and then spent the last year and a half building my multifamily portfolio. And Steve and I just started our company called Vertical Street Ventures earlier this year. So we focus 100% on uh, multifamily syndications um, and I currently live in sunny Southern California. Nice. Very nice. And, and Steve? Yeah. Uh, my name is Steve Louie, and I am, have been a corporate America guy all my life. So 25 plus years in corporate America. Started mm-hmm. uh, on the financial side as an underwriter on the group insurance side, and then worked my way up all the way to uh, through executive leadership and a large Fortune 100 organization on the consulting and uh, insurance side of the business. Just like Jenny, I spent about 10, uh, I have about uh, 10, I started in single family homes and um, have about 10 of those in my portfolio. After that, I realized I needed to scale upwards and then uh, quickly moved into multifamily. And now I have about 3,000 doors uh, that I'm invested in, of which um, probably 1,000 that I'm a general partner on as well right now. And so uh, heavily invested in that. And like Jenny said, we uh, started a company, um, uh, Vertical Street Ventures. Uh, okay, great. Great story. Very similar to mine. Great story. Um, and let's just talk about the uh, units you invest as a GP. So when did you start getting as a GP? Were you initially a passive investor, LP, and became a GP? How did you get into that, that route? Uh, well, for me personally, I kind of did both at the same time. So within a span of 12 months, um, I purchased about 950 units, uh, a few as LPs um, across the country, and then a few of them as a GP slash KP on those deals. Okay. Okay. Now, did you? Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. See, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, for myself, I, 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 um, you know, halfway through my career, I realized I needed to get into some type of passive investments, and uh, one of those classes was multifamily. I started investing in multifamily. I now have probably a portfolio of close to 20 uh, passive investments, and so did that, and then that branched off into me being a general partner after um, kind of while I was uh, working my corporate job. 
Okay, great. So you you were a passive investor, so you understood syndication and you account over it. And then you saw that, oh, actually, I want to be an active investor, not a passive investor to go full time into real estate, which is great, which is great. It's great. Um, and, and Jenny, for you, was that the same route? You were a passive investor first and then you became a, a GP? I mean, really within the span of weeks, I became both. So I started uh, and ramped up really quickly. And then um, while I was finding deals to do as a passive investor, we also found deals to uh, syndicate as a GP as well. So kind of all together within the span of a couple of months. Okay. And let's talk about your first deal. Uh, how do you find it and where, where was it located? Yeah, my first deal as a uh, syndication was um, with Steve and two other partners. And so it was a 28 unit in Glendale, Arizona, um, about a $1.6 million raise. Um, we actually found it when a broker called us back. It was about to fall out of escrow and he knew that I was interested in the property. So this is a great lesson for, for making sure you build strong relationships with brokers. They will call you back you know, if they know that you can close and they know that you are serious about a deal. So he called us back. Um, said if asked if we were still interested and of course we were and got that under contract within a few days later and um, raised 1.6 million with just friends and family uh, pretty quickly within about 48 hours I think Steve and um, yeah closed by the end of 2020 so December 23rd we closed on that property well congratulations and it was really fast raising capital so what was the secret how did you raise so quickly why do people want to invest so quickly into that deal yeah, we, uh, with, we started with friends and family who know that we have been investing as a multifamily um, investor. And just because of Steve and I's background in corporate America and our ability to run projects and asset manage, um, it was kind of a no-brainer, especially for them to learn about all the benefits, including the tax benefits, the passive income. They wanted to jump on the ship with us. And then in our subsequent raises, we've you know, built a really strong network. Um, our most current deal right now, we raised about four and a half million dollars in a week uh, between our networks from our former lives, as well as new investors who we've met through, you know, podcasts like these, our meetup that we host, um, so on and so forth. Okay, great. Great. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's um, what I understand, just like you was, once you have a good deal, you can raise through your networks and through a group of people who can help you raise significant amount of capital. I raised a million dollars in like in one or two weeks. From my, from my last deal so it's very it's yeah. yeah so yeah so you know i know syndication i know how to raise that you know fairly quickly and i have another deal that i have under contract right now we're gonna need to supplement that together as well so that's great and so what do you love about multifamily um jenny and steve i you know i think for me it's really a people first business um, so yes, we deal with apartments and we're dealing with property managers and rents and the actual asset, but first and foremost, we are impacting the lives of our residents who live there. Um, that's one. And then really we're working every day, all day, every day with property managers, lenders, brokers, insurance agents, everybody that comes together to make it successful. It's a team sport, as you hear all the time. So really I considered it a, a people business um, first. Uh, before anything else. So I think that's what's really enjoyable about the work that I do today. Mm -hmm. okay, on the um, people side, um, there's also the financial side. So one of the few assets that you can, for well, one of the commercial real estate, you can force the appreciation, which is awesome, mm -hmm. right? So it's really yeah. nice versus single family homes. You don't have that ability to in general, but uh, with uh, multifamily and apartments, uh, being able to raise rent and improve the property, like Jenny mentioned, and force that appreciation to impact NOI is always always a great thing. 
Right, right. Awesome, awesome. I love that too. I love that's why I love commercial real estate. Now, did you um, have a mentor, or you just went in by yourself, your own knowledge? Yeah, actually, Steve was my mentor first, and then we became partners. So, uh, found Steve, latched onto him. Uh, he was so willing to teach and coach. Um, and let me do a, a hands-on experience in terms of helping him manage his properties. And then through the course of the next, you know, call it nine to 12 months, learned each other's styles and, and values, made sure we, we lined up pretty well. And then once Steve left his corporate job, we said, you know what, this is, it's time, it's time to start a company together. So that's what we did. So I think having a mentor 100% accelerates your learning. Uh, and and really broadens you to all the ins and outs so much faster than trying to do it, you know, on your own. Yes, of course. That's very critical in, in this business. You need an experienced mentor. Either you, you know someone or you hire someone or just more experience to get together. That's very critical to get started in this business. Well, that's great. That's great. I mean, and what do you look at in your target markets that, that you like to acquire? What was your demographics and what do you like to look for? Uh, Steve, you want to answer this one? Sure. I, I, you know, so, uh, well, just to dovetail back, I, I did, uh, I have a mentor in um, Dallas, right? So one of the prominent mentors that are out there, uh, part of the Sumrock team, right? So I okay. uh, did, did, did that and I've uh, been a mentor for the last uh, four years. And so okay. uh, that really helped accelerate some of my learning and really gave me the foundation of um, the criteria that you need to look for in terms of investing. So I uh, learned all of that and applied that to the marketplace in Phoenix, which uh, Jenny and I target. And so really BC class property where there's opportunity for value add and, and or opportunity to improve the loss to lease, the bad debt, et cetera, across the board. And the market, um, you know, a couple of few years ago when we got into it was very primed for that. And, okay. um, you know, somewhat um, feels like a coastal market in some aspects in terms of, okay. of, of kind of the rent and the, the, the people, but the, the rent dollars aren't uh, outrageous yet. I mean, you still have things at $900 a door, $700 a door, where there is opportunity to push rent uh, in areas where you have pretty good um, household income. Okay. Okay. And how do you feel, Stephen, a mentorship? Did you, did you like it with your, uh, the Shamrock group? No, absolutely. I have nothing but great things to say. Shamrock has tremendously sped up my learning process. Uh, he has a lot of videos. He has a lot of coaches. And for me, it, 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 it um, you know, like a mentor, a mentor in general will help speed things up. I, I think like uh, Brad always says is, or, or Tony Robbins, I should say, success leaves clues. And so why not just follow some of those clues that are already mm -hmm. laid out for you? And boom, um, um, I could have done it all on my own, but it's extreme. It would have been taken a lot more time and effort. So I'd say in the, in the short period of time, was able to learn and execute on the principles that a lot of the coaches give out there in terms of coaches and mentors give out. Yes, great. Yeah, I know a lot of students uh, in Brashamrock here in Dallas that did are very, very successful uh, and very well. So that's good. That's excellent. Excellent. Great. And you taught Jenny afterwards the, the skill sets. That's good. Yeah. Good. So, uh, so you primarily focus on Phoenix market. That's why you, you primarily target market, right? It's Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. Correct. Because, because of the demographics and, and you're able to raise the rent. That's why you like Phoenix, Arizona. And it's close to California too. That's why like Californians like Phoenix because it's not that far away. So that's, that's not a, no reason to I think the great okay. thing too, it's a landlord friendly state too, just like Dallas or Texas, right? So landlord mm -hmm. friendly and um, 
uh, opportunity and a lot of migration there too, right? So a lot of California businesses are going there as well yeah. as a population, right? Uh, from yeah. from uh, the California market. And it only takes us uh, either an hour flight or about five hours to drive as well. Okay, nice. Very nice. Yeah, great, great. And um, and in your first property you acquired, how would you say your due diligence process went for your due diligence? Well, I would say on that one and then all of our subsequent ones, very similar. So working very closely with a good property management company is key. Um, and then making sure you're going into every single unit, um, as big a property as small. It's super important to make sure you see every single one um, and capturing all the, the details that you need to make sure you have a correct, you know, CapEx budget or expense budget. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the better the property management, this is kind of a no-brainer, the better the property management, the easier due diligence becomes. Um, but if you have someone that's not as up to par, then you're going to struggle with your, um, you know, your analyzing afterwards because you're not going to have all the right data in an in in a organized fashion. Okay, okay. Now, did you hire a due diligence report from the, from the company, the property manager? The property manager we work with gives us a report. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now that they have a search of due diligence, they take pictures, they do it for you, and at least Absolutely. at least it as well. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's there's some in Dallas that does that as well. Firms in Dallas as well. Okay. And so, um, in your first closing deal, how is how has that been so far? Is it you say it's it's running smoothly? Or how did what did you learn from that experience? Yeah, I mean that particular one, our very first syndication, it's gone extremely well. Um, the market is very hot, as everybody knows, in, in Arizona, but more specifically from an execution standpoint, we have hit our pro forma rents by month two after takeover um, and have raised uh, our, we're testing even higher rents already. Um, it's always 100% pre-leased and uh, we're not getting a ton of turnover. So it's all, all good things are happening so far. Uh, one, because we did our diligence well, we knew the property very well and the potential, and two, because we have a strong property management team. Mm -hmm. and, and what was your vision? Was it to value add, heavy value add, meaning you had to put everything, you know, granite countertops, you know, backsplash, or just light, light renovation? Yeah, this is the unique one. So it's 28 units. Um, 25 of them had already been renovated. They were just under market rent. So th these are the gems that you wish to find where you don't have to do a lot of, of rehab or spend a lot of capex. And all you have to do is raise to market. Um, that's kind of the dream property. So we got really lucky with this one um, and have been able to do that already without spending a lot of capex. Oh, that's one of the gems because you don't want to spend too much capex and, and raise a lot of capital because exactly. because yeah you don't you just simply raise on rent which is, is a lot a lot easier than just fixing it and they need a kick they need to tell the tenant move out and then you got your phase you know you phase it in and you got to tell them to move out so that's kind of like you're losing income at the same time so right okay okay great Jenny it's great I think that that's great it's wonderful now now how did this um how do you search the second dude you just continue to calling brokers yourself and, and or do you call, do direct mailing. How do you how do you do that in your techniques? Steve, do you want to take that one? Yeah, sure. Um, so a, a lot of it, like Jenny mentioned, it's all about relationships, right? So um, I, I think with uh, that was probably our fourth deal we did with uh, the, one of the brokers there, the one that uh, Jenny was talking about, the fourth deal that I've done with uh, one broker. And so as you expand those relationships with brokers, and it, it's just it's um, uh, and being respectful of those brokers' time uh, of the time with that broker too. So. When a deal works, uh, you give them a call back. And when the deal doesn't work, you give them a call back. 
Um, and then expanding the relationships beyond just the broker. So reaching out to uh, your loan broker, the property manager, and uh, seeking seeking out sources in that that capacity to uh, find find deals out there. Okay. Okay. Great. That's great. That's that's a great advice because I know it's extremely competitive in multifamily. Everyone wants a good deal. Everyone wants a value add deal. It's mm-hmm. very difficult in this market. It's very heated, and we're in a seller's market in in multifamily. So it's hard to find those those diamond or rough that that you guys found. So, so I'm really glad you guys found that. So what what um I said what would you say to uh, the audience? What advice would you give? Your best ever advice to someone who wants to start multifamily? Sure. Um. I so two probably two things. Uh, one, if I could look at myself, my younger self, twenty years ago, I would say I was probably too young. Fifteen years ago, uh, I would probably house hack as a starting point into real estate uh, versus trying to you know buy your first home, for example, based on what everything I've learned so far. Uh, and then for folks now, I would say you know just take action because everybody, I'm sure your listeners are all the same. You're gathering a ton of information, listening to podcasts, reading books, et cetera. Uh, but nothing really happens until you actually take that first step. And that's the hardest. So just whatever you're doing, just put a goal and, and, and plan it and put on the calendar and just do it. And then you can look back and assess your, your any mistakes or anything you want to mm-hmm. pivot on. Uh, but nothing's going to happen until you, like Nike says, just, just do it. Right? Yes. Exactly, Jenny. Exactly. You have to just do it. Otherwise, you're not going to know all these lessons. And no matter what, even a great mentor, you're not going to know those small little ins and outs, mm-hmm. right? When you actually asset manage and you run that property manager, that's a very different story, right? Because the mentorship is mainly how do you get the deal? How do you analyze the diligence? And after that, it's closing. There's no real, you know, the post-close. That's where the hard work becomes. And you got to make sure that it actually, you actually know, you know how to manage a property and, and maintain that until your deal exits your target strategy, right? You got it. And I think that's a part where that people don't understand or don't know until we actually get into the into that situation. So yeah, do it to really learn from the experience. Okay, great. So anything else uh, before closing, you want to share any any other tips or advice? Uh, Steve? Steve, did you have any advice? No, um, you know what? Uh, like, like Jenny said, it's all about execution. So you do have to take action. And um, this is one of the most rewarding uh, multifamily apartment investing has been uh, one of the most rewarding um, experiences across the board. Uh, you get to meet multiple different individuals and um, the ability to, like I said, drive, uh, drive, drive NOI is such a, such a neat thing. And, um, and the ability to give back, um, give back to others and then open up a lot of freedom for myself in terms of my time. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming to the show. Thanks for listening. For more information, you can find us online at www.graystonecapgroup.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. See you again next time.